0: Welcome to Married AF. We are your hosts, Brooke and Randall Fowler. On this show, we discuss the topics that really matter.
1: Like big veiny cocks and our favorite TV shows.
0: So pull up a chair at our kitchen table and hang out.
1: While I bulldog my nuts.
0: (laughs) Two minutes early. Alrighty. Are you there? Yes. Hi. Hello to the YouTubes again. Yep,
1: there we are again now. I'm going to stream this, son's a bitch. Yeah,
0: Randall's trying to cast it to the TV in here so he can see since we're just doing it. We keep changing things all the time. Yes. So Evolving. I know. So I'm just Ooh. saying we're. Oh,
2: hello. <laughs>
1: Hello. (laughs) What you think? All right. All right. I can dig it. Um I'm gonna stay looking that way and never (laughs) at the camera. All right. This is great. All
0: right. So welcome everybody. Merry Day of podcast here. This is gonna be episode ninety seven. Yes it is. We uh are oh so happy to be here.
1: Right. Yeah, just uh, just released the one with uh, Adam Simmons, which was a doozy. That was so I much fun. One.
0: So much fun. I got so I haven't gotten to the end yet where I stormed out because <laughs> the Saints.
1: Uh, but that worked out. It ended
0: so. up working out, yes. But then the next game, not so much with uh, Drew Brees getting hurt. I'm very sad about it. Six weeks without Brees blows fucking
1: ass. I'm going to be honest. I like our setup, though. I think it looks good. <laughs> looks real
0: which the reason i'm talking so much at the beginning and not randall because he usually is is because he's just watching taking it all in (laughs) watching his own back on the tv because the camera's on the other side of the room and then the tv's on this side of the room Mm. so you're just going to look at the back of randall's head
1: and it's like watching something for him because it's a little bit behind
0: well yeah there's going to be a delay when you're doing it like that, but sure.
1: So I like it. But no, Um yeah, so welcome to episode 97. Uh, I guess we can go ahead and knock out a few uh sponsor uh, talks, oh. some uh, goodies.
0: Yes. Oh, and we need to, so we're going to do again, because we didn't do a creature feature when we had Adam on, mm. Um, which I totally remembered like after the fact, and I was like, I am not even going to try and pin Randall down to record an intro, because... We all, we all know how that goes, and by we all, I mean like me being like, we need to record an intro, and Randall's like, uh-huh, it's fine, <laughs> and then a week later, we do it when we do a next episode, so I just said, fuck it, we'll do two again like we did the last time. Um, so, that being said, we have um, the creature feature that we missed last week, um. So this is another show on the Civilized Creatures Network that we're featuring is Welcome to My Show with Michelle Guild.
1: Did we miss that one? We did. Oh, well.
0: Because the last two we did, remember, we doubled up on Cinnamondo uh-huh. and um, the Bear Cave, and then the one before that was the Untrained
1: Eye. Yeah, Welcome to My Show. You guys should know that one now. It is uh, fantastic, and uh, it's a great show. We love it. <laughs> Michelle's awesome. Uh, you should already be checking it out. If you're not, shame on you.
0: Yeah, she is awesome. I haven't gotten to listen to her new show um, that's come out since she uh, got yeah. her boyfriend.
1: Wow. Today, she ripped Podcorn a new asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they went under.
0: Wait, so her new episode
1: already addresses that? Yeah. Uh. She murdered it. <laughs> um, so everybody check that out. It's a like a 22-minute episode, and it's it's fucking awesome. It goes, uh, it's like, feels like it's one minute long. It's funny the whole time. Uh, she's extremely talented in uh, so many ways, and you'll love it if you check her out. Uh, you won't regret it. Uh, also, uh, there's a guy on our network, supposedly his show's called Bearded Dad. Yes, that's the other we creature feature. We don't know feature. if he exists or not. <laughs> uh, that's up for debate. He, he, has he releases a show every six months.
0: Maybe. It's exclusive to Podbean, guys. Yeah, he likes to
1: leave them wanting more.
0: Yes, but um, we love Shane. He was on one of our uh, Civilized Creatures Network game nights recently, and we had a blast. And I say recently, I was probably like a month and a half ago now. But it time, was fun. Time goes by so fast. Um, so, yeah. Um, the other shows on our network are Drinks with Larry.
1: Yeah, we've got the uh, Bear Cave that's uh, coming in hot with the... John Buchanan.
0: Hey, are you recording an episode with him tomorrow night on the back? I think case? so. Unless Sweet.
1: something's changed. You awesome. You know with John.
0: Um, we also have Picks and Bones with Eric Moore, and he was just a guest on the Po' Boys podcast.
1: Great episode. Check that one out. I enjoyed the shit out of that also. And What's in Your Hometown? Yeah, which I
0: was recently a guest on, and I, if I don't say so myself, I thought it was a pretty fucking badass episode.
1: It was. We got the untrained eye.
0: Yes, and we have Cinemondo.
1: Yes, we do. Cinemondo is a very excellent show, all about uh, movies and pop culture. Oh, what is? There's one? your shot. This is the it's a pur- gigantic shot this glass. This is the purple pussy pounder <laughs> that I created <laughs> just for us tonight. Yes. Some monkey head vodka. Look at this cool ass fucking. Yeah.
0: That's
1: nice. We'll tell you how it tastes right here. Probably like shit. I, I mean, I
0: like the shot glasses too. though, like monkey heads, but they're, they're giant, baby. That is full. Cheers. Ooh, cheers. Love, love ya. Love you. Mm. <sighs> that was like a two gulper shot. That's huge.
1: That's a big shot. It's good though. That's it's actually, good. that is good vodka. You can tell the difference. In, unlike whiskey, <laughs> where it all tastes like shit even the expensive ones the better vodkas taste better
0: that's absolutely accurate that, yeah that's
1: an ex- more expensive vodka
0: I think it must just be like you know some people like cilantro tastes like soap to them
1: which is weird but yes I have heard of that I
0: think that like with us I think it must be something with whiskey where it's like it all tastes like vomit dog shit gasoline
1: oh we hate it
0: like it might be that same kind of thing cuz I don't understand when people are like, "Oh, this whiskey's better than this whi-. I'm like, "They all they all taste like shit." They do. Equally. I've and tried. awful.
1: I've tried all the bourbons, all the scotches, mm-hmm. tequila's the same. Tequila's the tequila same way. Tequila and whiskey. Mm-hmm. Tequila though, for some reason I can take more than whiskey. Nope. Like a shot of tequila. It's still terrible. Nope. But we were do we did so many shots of tequila at uh, Catalucci, when we were all going a lot with the Patrons and shit with Marshall, way before, you would puke on whiskey shots before tequila shots.
0: I hate fucking tequila too, though, but yeah, I, we did, we sure did, and we took shots of Jaeger when we would go snowboarding too. That would just warm you up from the inside. Well, yeah, Jaeger
1: doable, but it <laughs> just tastes like youth.
0: Um.
1: It's not as good.
0: Scotch is not the drink of the gods. I'm sorry.
1: I wish it was. I want to be cool. I, I be want cool to be cool, I want to be able to be like, yes, can I have a scotch, please, with yeah one rock in it?
0: What's it? My said? mom used to drink scotch and water I on believe the rocks. that. Your
1: mother's a gangster, and yeah. she was definitely a champion drinker, but I can't do it. I've do tried. Yeah. I remember when I traveled a lot for work early in my career. And I would go into restaurants or bars, and it would just be me. I'd be like, I'm going to be the mysterious traveler. (laughs) I'd take a scotch, sir. And I would get the glass. It would look cool.
0: And then you'd be Sheldon. I would take a sip,
1: and then I would spit it back in, just like Sheldon, and be like, nope. It's Can I have a daiquiri, please? (laughs) Thank you. Or a mojito.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. no you used to do vodka tonics mm-hmm. um after i met you and had made you drink one and mm-hmm. you were like oh this is good and then it was downhill no, those, from there <laughs> those were deadly those were the death of if your
1: vodka drink for me is a bad drink in large quantities yeah yeah i'm saying down mm-hmm. the, to drinks
0: if it tastes good and like yeah we go down that slippery slope all right <laughs> so um we have now all right we got our civilized creatures fam mm-hmm. um sponsors we are brought to you by as always hoax i want to say it like uh, stewie says whipped cream on family guy mm-hmm. Hoax, because it has the w-h-a-x <laughs> yeah, do yourself a
1: favor and get some uh some luxury lubricant mm-hmm. quit playing with this bullshit ass mm-hmm. stuff that you're using now that's subpar uh-huh. get yourself treat yourself with some goddamn respect and get the luxury lubricant.
0: Yeah. It is uh
1: it's viscous.
0: Yeah, it says it's carefully formulated to moisturize, enhance the experience, and amplify euphoric sensations. What
1: what? And it will stay where you want it. It's that's the that's the key. <laughs> that that's the viscosity and I think the method behind the madness because
0: So that you're not your slick wet slick lubes, taint McRandy. <laughs> yeah, they don't
1: stay in place and you're just kind of uh Yeah. Lubing everything by proxy. There
0: you are. So go to uh getwax.com, G-E-T-W-H-A-X.com and use promo code AF20 and get yourself twenty percent off. Um, we're also brought to you by Vital Tattoo Care. Um tattoo products that are organic, no paragon parabens, no alcohol, no synthetic shit. Um, it's all made to order. Um, we have some tattoo butter here that I've got some in the bathroom. I need to lotion up some of mine, but yeah. um, go to vital, t- vital and use promo code married AF. Um, we had to correct that. Uh, thanks to the Duchess for <laughs> going to try, try and order some. she was like, this isn't working because our promo yep. code that we were originally told. Um, so we got that corrected now. Married AF, get yourself 10% off. And we are also brought to you by Underzips. Baby, I'll let you take that one. Yeah, under
1: zip, so the shit, um, I've actually, I'm really going to have to order another pair just because we've washed them so much, the color
2: mm-hmm. is
1: leaving. Not like, they're holding up fine, mm-hmm. but, and there's no, no color could withhold. They're washed like every day, because I wear Basically. them every time they're
2: clean.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, and I, I mean, I do laundry every day, so they're in there. Just about every other load. <laughs> yeah, and I go,
1: I go through two or three underwear a day yes. minimum because I go to the gym first thing in the morning. That pair is trashed. After the <laughs> sauna and everything, I mean, they're soaked. They yes. can't be. Yes. can't wear those. Correct. Those are gone. Got on new, fresh ones when I leave the gym. If I come home, work, if I do any yard work, those are trashed because <laughs> <laughs> it's 100 degrees here in Georgia. Still. And it's my nightmare. So those are trashed. So I put on a third pair. Then when I shower at the end of the night, boom, there's a fourth pair uh-huh. sometimes. So as many as four pair of underwear a day. Well, you're a lucky underwear. your
0: wife is good at laundry. Yeah, well, you're
1: lucky your husband cares enough about keeping his shit cleaned and not all damn swampy dick.
0: Well, you'd have mud butt, swamp butt. It wouldn't be mud butt. A swamp butt. It'd be swampy <laughs> ass
1: and dick. Yeah, that's
0: gross. I mean, I can't do that. <coughs> no, that's not comfortable. So under zips. <coughs> Yeah, we need to get you another pair of underwear from them. Use promo code Randy.
1: Yep. Um, and we've also got BioBidet. Uh, wash your ass. Yes. Uh, we believe in ours, and uh, we believe in you. So, <laughs> yeah, bio, Wash your butt. Bidet. Go to
0: B-I-O-B-I-D-E-T.com and use promo code MarriedAF for 10% off. And then uh, we also have Effing Gear Go, yeah, go get yourself some sweet uh, shirts, hats, what have you. I got a cool sticker on my computer for like three
1: bucks. Yeah, and we got our uh, our winner of the free hat was drawn. It is uh, my boy from uh, Angry Dad Podcast One. I've sent his information over to FN Gear so they can get him his free hat.
0: I don't even think I realized we had it. We had a net weight. Yeah, we had a free hat
1: giveaway with the. Oh. I, I put okay. it out on all the socials and then drew the. The person that had done all the Sweet. criteria, and uh, I love Angry Dad podcast. Shout out to his show. Uh, if you want quick uh, blasted podcast <laughs> that'll hit you right in the tits, sometime if you need to hear it, check it out. His new got- one, his new one uh, was uh, "I'm fucking tired," <laughs> and it was a great episode. So check him out. I think he's out in like San Francisco, but what a dude! His YouTube channel is awesome he's like a professional eater he's the guy that ate 20 um 10 packs of chicken mcnuggets okay on in one sitting
0: okay
1: he ate a whole i think two large pizzas in a sitting which is impressive to a lot of people to me i get that one i might could but he was like i'm a little full (laughs) Where I would be straight on the throne, I well, could probably you do it. But I don't have a would...
0: gallbladder either.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't matter. He's a pro eater. And the his YouTube channels B to B, B to, the fourth, to power. the
0: fourth power, like yeah, B two 2th two <laughs> th forty four to the,
2: <laughs>
1: the- <laughs> power. Yeah. And uh, yeah, his YouTube channel is cool <laughs> as shit. So follow him and shout out to him. I'm glad he won the hat. He picked out a cool ass uh, fucking hat, one that I like. So
0: Which one is he getting?
1: He is getting the uh, black camo. Sweet. Um,
0: for everybody else, go to effinggear.com. That's E-F-F-I-N-G-G-E-A-R.com and use promo code F for 10% off. And we done we out of yep. here bye. So <laughs> that, uh, that's it with all the
1: uh sponsors. So I was wanting to uh, kind of catch up on some current events. We didn't even get to talk about this uh just cuz we've had so much going on and mm-hmm. different uh guests and shit. Um but actually is it on here? Perhaps. Yes. All right. 9/11 just happened. Uh the anniversary.
0: That's right. Did we not record
1: since then? We have, but we haven't. We didn't discuss like we had so much other, so many other agendas. We never just talked. We were talking about to Adam, I think.
0: Rate. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's right. It's, I mean, it's, been, it's crazy. It's been eighteen years. I know. Eighteen fucking away. years.
1: But I saw. I was just wanting to share. You know, everybody's doing their sharing on social media about like where they were when it mm-hmm. happened. And I remember for me, I was driving to work for GTE mm-hmm. in a mall kiosk. Yep. I was a cell phone salesman in a mall kiosk and I was headed to work in my geo tracker. Hell yes. What color was it? Red with a black uh, rack top. I was going to say, they're
0: always multi-colored.
1: <laughs> and I was heading there. How the fuck did you fit in a geo tracker? It was much smaller then. <laughs> and I think I heard it on the radio Maybe. Yeah, yeah. and then still didn't really understand it got to the mall we had very early internet in the kiosk right it was dog shit but it was dial-up probably because i had aol at the time yeah it was i mean it was terrible but i was able to see that yes yeah, something happened mm-hmm. didn't still didn't know the exacts of it right. and then when i saw the mall opened everything but new york and company because well, of like, the i know but like i was, i'm surprised the mall opened at all yeah just the other stores didn't open and so that kind of sealed it that something happened in New York and all the yeah. put it all together. And then by then, people were talking and it was fucking crazy. But watching it back now, we were laying in bed the other night. I was Are saying, you going to let
0: me tell my story? Yes, but I wanted oh, to okay.
1: say this before I let you go. <laughs> was we were watching one of the many you know, 9-11 lookbacks. Yeah. And even watching it again, I get more anxiety from it now than when it happened. That's just because my anxiety gotten
0: worse as I've gotten older. Oh, me too. Same. It was devastating and overwhelming at the time. But every year that I watch, like, and I feel like every year there's a lot of the same, like, specials that come on about it and stuff. And I'm immediately drawn in and, like, enthralled with whatever it is. But, like, I feel like little bits of new information and things that I hadn't heard before, like, every year. Something new. Just little bits, like less and less, of course, because it's been 18 years, but like it it just surprises me every time that, like, how have I not known that yet? Like that story or whatever, you know.
1: Shout out to uh, Chad Fackler. Jen Fackler just said he also had a tracker. Hell yeah. It's another reason I love those people.
2: It's obvious. Congratulations
1: to you, Jen, on your uh, over the edge. uh,
2: I know. That was. Domination
1: of your building again. Cape was excellent.
0: It looks so high up. Randall would. Nope. 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 I would do it. But no, it looks
1: fun. But go ahead and finish your story. I just want to shout them out.
0: Um, oh, I can say my story where I was now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still in college because I was on a little bit longer plan. I didn't do the four-year plan. No, you did not. <laughs> I didn't do summer school. Um, I refused. So I was, yes, I was still in college. Um, I was at UGA. And I had woken up for a class. I didn't know what had happened when it did so like i had like a nine thirty class and it happened at 9 a.m right the first plane
1: something around then
0: so i woke up in my bedroom got ready got in my car to go to class had a cd in so didn't even like didn't turn on a tv did you have one of those huge books with like of 8, course I did. CDs, it was 2001, and I had the, um, the baseball card holders. I was well, yeah, and I but I also had like a ten disc CD player um, in my. It's a
1: disc changer, ma'am. You had a six disc CD. Changer. It was
0: a ten disc changer yes. in my. I think it was in my trunk. It was in my Plymouth Breeze. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is who my dog was named after because that car got totaled. But um, when I still had my Plymouth Breeze, so I had a. I never turned on a TV when I woke up. Didn't turn on a radio because I got in my car had a CD playing. Drove to class like a mile away um, and got in the class and everybody was like shaking their head and like, man, I can't. And I was like, I know. Right. Because we had like a pop quiz or something like I was so confused. I was like, what's going on? And felt so fucking stupid when they like really started talking about it. Like somebody said something to me and I was like, I'm sorry, what happened? Like what? It, like a plane hit a building? Like, what are you talking about? And then they uh, turned on a TV in the classroom and um, pretty shortly after everybody got there, the teacher came in and was like, "Hey, classes are canceled today, and indefinitely. Like, we'll just let you know because it, it was like all no. D- nobody
1: knew what the fuck was out. It's gonna happen.
0: well. So they wanted everybody. They didn't yeah. want like college campuses or like any large concentrations of people. They didn't want that happening that day. So they canceled classes. My, I was only like. I was at UGA like South Campus because I was an animal science major. It was literally like a mile and a half from my house. It took me two hours to get home down like one road trying to get back to my apartment because everybody was leaving campus at the same time. Um, and actually, my dad had just traveled to Boston the day before for work. And I knew that. So I was trying to call my dad the whole like sitting in traffic for an hour and a half, two hours to get a mile away. And couldn't get in touch with them. It kept, like, going like it wouldn't connect. Mm -hmm. And I was freaking the fuck out. I mean, this was, like, early cell phone days. I remember I had, like, a little Motorola, like, it was, like... Oh, no, I was
1: selling those.
0: It was the sync phone. It was, like, the light blue, like, Motorola. I think Susan called it the Mm in-sync phone. Um, But I was losing my absolute shit. And it was more on my side, because everybody on campus was trying to call out. Mm -hmm. Because they were like, classes are canceled. What the fuck is going on? And by the time I made it back to my apartment and was able to get to my landline cause gather yeah, around children, we still had landlines in 2001. Um, and I was able to call my mom and make sure and confirm that my dad was okay. He wasn't on any of those planes. Cause you know, one of the planes I think was leaving Boston, wasn't it? One of the ones that like that crashed in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, so once I confirmed all that, then me and my roommates just sat on our couch and watched the news and cried. Yeah, I was headed
1: from Boston to LA and they did that purposefully so the planes would be full, full of more fuel. Yes. So and it would burn mm-hmm. longer and, and yeah. hotter.
0: We sat there and cried all day. And then I had to go to fucking work that night and wait tables and. Literally, I got to work. Nobody was going out to fucking eat that night. Like, we just sat there. Nobody
1: knew if we were at war or not. It was crazy. It was
0: insane. It was the most insane day ever. And once I got to work, nobody was coming in to eat. So we all just sat at the bar and kept watching the news and, like, kept crying and being like, what the
1: fuck's going on? What's weird is Beth just uh, said she watched a uh, recent documentary about uh, Jumping Man, the people that chose to jump instead of burn to death in the buildings. Mm-hmm. and i think i've seen the one she's talking about mm. um yeah what a horrible decision i have to make right there but the
0: oh i know i can't i cannot imagine the footage it of the people it gives, shows mm. you
1: though like when you're younger just how much more you can take because it i had to cut it off i know i had to cut it off literally the other night because i was like i'm gonna have a fucking anxiety attack, yeah where you know younger days you could handle it i don't know and that may just be me but Jesus, it was, uh, it was bad, but wh- it gives you a new... Also, as I've gotten older, I watched the thing back on uh, W and Air Force One in the air.
0: That's one I haven't and seen no yet.
1: no matter yeah. how you feel about your politics with W, and any president, whatever party they would have been whoever at that been, time, I mean,
2: Jesus.
1: if you watch the, his, the president's reaction, mm-hmm. it's unreal, especially as you get older and you can kind of take it all in. -hmm. When they told him, and he was reading to those kids, and you saw the change on his face, yes,
0: oh my god!
1: I don't know, it's crazy.
0: When they come, like he's literally like reading to like kindergarten kids, yeah. And then they whisper in his ear, and you just see him like tense up, but he can't freak out. You know, like if that's me, I'm like, holy shit, getting up, running out of the room. And he's like having to sit there and like try and process it and figure out a way to like gracefully exit.
1: Yeah, and that uh, Secret Service agent had to make a, the most career-defining decision of his moment because he was—they were interviewing him, and he said, "There's a rule that you don't interrupt the president. Yeah, no one has ever interrupted a president. No Secret Service agent when they're in the middle of something. In that situation, you I do know. Them. I'm just saying." Yeah. He had a precedent, and he had to make the call yeah. to no, that's tough though if that reach like, over and whisper and so you know for a second that the, the president like, was like, what the fuck? you're gone <laughs> Yes, like when he felt him leaning into his ear like yeah. you're fired yes, absolutely,
0: especially if that line has been set like when you're in your secret service training, like you don't ever do this. it was either like his first thought was like, you're fucking fired or like, holy shit, the world's ending like
1: oh, I know uh, his face looked like it, it, yeah it's the world's ending one, but well, like. What I saw in his face was, I'm about to make the decision of how many people live and die. What like, was the name of it? I'm Jim Packler's asking. Um, up in the Air, Air Force One. That one is what it's called. Yeah.
0: And then the other one with the... Um, is Jumping Man. Jumping, yeah. Ugh. Up in the... It keeps... Um, that was on our homepage of Hulu. Like every time we Actually, get on we Hulu the other day. It. Oh, I haven't watched
1: it at all. It was the one I was watching where you remember the Secret Service agent. Well, baby, no.
0: I've seen that footage a million times. From just oh, I thought
1: you were recalling the part because no. I was watching it while you were showering, and then I had to cut it off. So I thought you had absorbed some of it.
0: No, I'm just talking about I've seen the footage of the guy coming in to tell
1: W. Yeah, I mean, up in the air, the captain that, that flew the plane. Yeah. For one, they were taxiing to take off, and there were so many rumors. Nobody knew what was going on. They thought a sniper was at the mm. end of the runway, so he had to turn. Uh, yeah. And do a direct descent like steeper than any plane should have to do to get them up in the air, get them up mm. as high as possible. Then once they were in the air, then they didn't like, think they could land anywhere because right. everywhere the air was under attack. It was like the least safe place to Or how did,
0: like, didn't they feel like they were going to get shot down?
1: Yeah, they were worried about that I mean, that now too. they're like the sitting ducks in the air.
0: Yeah. Well, I saw the commercial for it where they were saying like, where you see, I saw like pictures of them like looking out the window, like on the plane, just like terrified. I mean, I just, I... Yeah. Ooh, I got chills. No, yeah, the whole I,
1: thing is, uh, no. is, yeah, I is haven't harder one. to process. I'm... You think it gets easier? It no. gets harder. It gets tougher for for me. And all politics and all that bullshit aside, it's no, just that's... a terrible, terrible time.
0: Well, and it's hard. I mean, I think for for me, I know why my anxiety gets worse as I get older. It's, it was the second I had a kid. Well, of course. That's a huge... <laughs> you become a parent. Yeah, that's that that's changes a, Everything. everything. I think it, naturally it gets worse as you get older, and then throw a kid into the mix, and it is amplified by a million. Um, so that was part. That's part of how my anxiety gets worse with it, and just the sadness gets even worse with it, year over year. And but I was glad that they didn't shy away from talking to Gunnar and his class about nine eleven a little bit. You know, like they at mm-hmm. least mentioned it. He got in the car that day with me and said. Um, something about bad guys that knocked down some towers today in history. And so we, I went into it a little bit more detail and I showed him like a, cause I told him that about the plane and you know, the plane hit the building. And then there was another plane that hit the other building while they were on the news. So he wanted to see the video part of that. So I just, and that was a, um, did I tell you, babe, you weren't here when I showed him, I found this clip on CNN where it was like they were talking to somebody and the one tower was already on fire and then mm-hmm. you see the other plane fly in and hit the other one. You know what our son said? Hmm. What the fuck?
1: Nah, I believe that. And I was
0: like, Gunner, you
1: know better than to say that word. This is, that's kind of appropriate. I'm pretty sure that's what every kind American... Kind of appropriate, yeah. I mean, every American that was watching said, when it happened said that. what the fuck, that. yeah. But
0: I'm like, you're five. Shouldn't say that, but, yeah, that, but, but that's correct. Yeah, but an
1: emotion and... Uh, yeah. um,
0: he, yeah. was, uh, he was like, What's it, what is it doing? I was like, it hit the building. It's awful. They did yeah. it on purpose. And so he, you know, I didn't go into too many details. I didn't want to get to the footage where you could start no, seeing the people, jumping see people jumping no, out. No, uh, I was not ready to have process. that conversation with him at all about that no, but it's part. Great.
1: It's history. I mean, it's that's yes. just a historical time. And it's an event that will always be in the history books. And it's, I think it's good to get them uh, understanding what happened and, uh you know hopefully that we've taken the measures to where that could uh never happen again but it just gets mm-hmm. more uh i don't know it seems to get realer yeah than well, it does you know every time and and I'm not a big you know I'm nothing against the conspiracy people but I think it it really was what it was and
0: yeah I can't even try to comprehend the conspiracy thing I think that that makes it even more awful
1: to me yeah, because no matter what your thoughts on it, you know, my thoughts are on the, the people that were just at work. Right. And then all of a sudden, or they're, on the ma- plane. they're making a choice whether they're jumping or burning. Right. Or if they're going to see their loved ones again and all that shit, and the, the first spot—I mean, I don't want to go down and, and no. make this a Debbie Downer. Well,
0: Jen had a real good. She said, "I think as we get older, we understand grief more. We have a better idea of how impactful some of these things are, like the long-term impacts of some of these things." And that's exactly right. That's
1: absolutely true. Yeah, but the good thing is, if there or there's not a good thing, but the fact that there is now uh, memorials built. New buildings in place. Um, well, the
0: yeah, that whole the memorial we've seen that in person. That was beautiful. Yeah, was the where beautiful. they have the the big fountains mm-hmm. and the footprint of the old buildings with the yeah. everybody's names. It's like astonishing when you see it in person. Like it's the footprint of the buildings. It's big. It's so big, but it's also like small. Small when you think about it's like tiny. the like. Cause it's just the square that the building uh-huh. sat on. But like, it's when you try and comprehend that, like this huge, like 200 story building or whatever it was, uh, were they two
1: hundred? How tall were they? I think it was more than 200. They were fucking tall as shit.
0: But that like the thousands and thousands of people that were in and out of there every day. And like the complexity of it, when it's reduced to like a square in the ground, it's yeah, it's insane. But the fountains uh, like it's, I like them. They're like infinity
1: fountains and it's just, yeah. Well, to the mm-hmm. part, uh, what I was wanting to do tonight, mm-hmm. I'd actually made the plan, Yes, was I'd done uh, many weeks of uh, research here. We're going to do a, a small shot. And now to, I know, sh- uh, trying
0: to get me drunk tonight, sir.
1: Um, yeah, but we're... <laughs> you
0: know, um, yes.
1: To America.
0: America, fuck yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so I was doing this thing, I got <laughs> down a rabbit hole, I was wanting to see... Marriage advice from couples that have been married 50 plus years. I so saw
0: I s- you post that on social media and I was like, okay, we've been married coming on four years. Yeah, so, so I <laughs> wanted to
1: go to the well uh-huh. of people that been there, done that. And so I I went through tons of articles. Mm-hmm. I really researched this for like a week and a half.
0: Did you ask my dad? And came up with... Because
1: uh, my dad's been married for more than 50 years. I think what I find the most uh, common, what they say are the keys. And so I was going to... Go through them, and me and you talk about whether Mm -hmm. we agree, what we think. Um, And the first one will open up a little rabbit hole that I think is funny. But it seems like the most common thing that these uh, couples say that have been married 50-plus years say it is to accept your partner for who they are.
0: Absolutely. God, yes. That's number one. Yeah. Don't Uh, go into
1: a... 21 years. Cheers to you guys!
0: Damn, go ahead, guys. Oldies, been around.
2: <coughs> but the yeah, block.
1: So, so that opens up a funny can of worms I want to talk about because when you talk about accepting your spouse for Damn. who they are, we've talked about that a lot, especially in reverse when people complain, but it's about something they knew before they were married.
0: Right? I told and you that was the, looking for an exit. That was the downfall of my first marriage. Is that
1: most people? Uh, you know, like
0: there were things that I knew weren't going to work but i was like it's fine it'll change but it's like no that uh, doesn't that's not how it works it no i mean and yeah i mean that's precisely why i think that there's 50% divorce rate in this country is cuz people go into it thinking you can change <clears throat> who somebody is to fit your needs mm-hmm. and that's the wrong way to look at it you need to love somebody for who they are including the things that aren't
1: perfect or whatever Well, that's something that you uh, most young i'm not gonna say all because there are success stories absolutely most young people don't have the capacity to see that and that's why you know we have our rule that we hope our kids do is just wait till you're at least 30 to get married
0: and some people can get past it you know (coughs) like some people can like actually like in the within the relationship the 'cause cause everybody goes through like the growing and mm-hmm. figuring shit out and you know, there's not, no marriages without arguments and whatever, but a lot of people can evolve past that and change together and make each other, you know, like figure out a way yeah. to either turn the car around and, and, and make that okay with you or, yeah. you know,
1: not well, so <laughs> I wanted to list some of my weirdest traits oh, openly just so people know what uh, you're in for because we I, talk we, about ours, yeah. All the time we talk about them all the time. There's not really many for you, you're not bad. I'm pretty damaged. Uh, I don't know, babe, but <laughs> I put mine in a very strange order. But first and foremost,
0: well, that's your a, number one. But
1: <laughs> most important for me is that um, I'll only eat one brand of hot dog one type of hot dog within that brand and one size of hot dog
0: hang on oscar Mayer
1: mm-hmm.
0: bun length all beef
1: yep yep
0: is that it yeah
1: okay nothing else you
0: do all the grocery shopping so it's like whenever it's my like if you're on the road or something and i have to do it i freak out if it's hot dogs <laughs> so yeah. i'm like fuck i will because only- i know that
1: I will only eat tricolored coleslaw, chopped, not shredded. If it's the shredded bullshit or if it's not white, purple, and orange. Wait, how is the stuff you get not shredded? It's like little strips. No, it's chopped. Okay. The shredded is real long. The chopped are more short. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm not. This is not... I'm not saying this is okay. I, what I'm doing is putting this out there. I just there, didn't know there so, was a difference uh, there's for no, coleslaw. Or- a huge difference. That's why most people in our family Mm -hmm.
0: have an anxiety attack.
1: Divert and either call me when they're shopping for food, or just tell me to get the food. Uh huh. All right. Next thing: chicken tenderloins. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessively weird. We've never you know this is all
0: just OCD shit, which
1: is all mine, which is all the things with me too are all OCD. With chicken tenderloins, (laughs) when they cut them into those ridiculous strips that are like rectangular. I can't fuck with those. And they're thicker. I need the ones that are shaped kind of like the little heart. Wait, wait, which one are you talking about now? Chicken tenderloins. Oh, okay. When they cut them into rectangles, you'll find, especially at Walmart. Walmart's notorious for selling those. They're more like strips
2: mm-hmm. than
1: tenderloins. That disgusts me. I want to fist fight. I can't eat those. They're too thick. And this goes to my next thing, which is very weird and very unmanlike. I don't like big chunks of meat. No, you like them paper thin and well the fuck done. Well, it depends on what it is. Not my steaks. I eat them medium. I don't eat them unless I'm in a weird mood, but I eat my steaks medium.
0: Burgers. Lately, you used to, you actually had become more normal with burgers like you were eating them more like the boys do Mm -hmm. because the boys eat them like regular people, like thick and juicy and and I don't even eat beef and I'm like, that's the way you should eat a burger, but then Randall comes along lately for some reason has reverted back to, no, I want it super thin and burned to a
1: crisp. Yeah. And I got to answer this question. Chad Fackler. This is a great story. Uh, Chad Fackler. Uh, have you ever tried a Hebrew national? <laughs> All right, listen, <laughs> <sighs> I liked Hebrew nationals. This is a terrible story and it's true. And there's no bullshit until I watched the movie any given Sunday the football movie with Al Pacino and Jamie Foxx for those of you that don't know there's a part in that movie where Al Pacino is talking to Jamie Foxx and he's talking about his father mm-hmm. and he said oh, my dad was a mean son of a bitch had a dick on him like a Hebrew national <laughs> and since that day I have never I been able to eat are they big na- or They're something? longer oh okay and it looks like a dick to me. I've never, I can't eat one. I haven't <laughs> since that day. And I think that movie came out in like two thousand.
0: It did, I think. I had a dick on him, like Hebrew now. I mean, like, because they don't have like a little head on. <laughs> no, but it looks like all I see is Al Picture see Al is...
1: Pacino's dad with a huge okay. dick. That's funny. And I feel like I'm eating his dad's I don't, dick. I have. I... I'm psychopathic.
0: I've never known... You might have told me that before, but I don't recall that that's the reason you wouldn't eat a Hebrew... I mean, I just knew you were specific about the Oscar Mayer, no, all beef. No, Hebrews
1: used to be right and there it, with Oscar.
0: And don't get it fucking twisted with Angus. It can't be goddamn Angus, right? It's no, just got to be beef. It's just the beef. The like, Angus one's... Generic Because that's the one Susan called us about one time. Yeah. She was grocery shopping for us, and she was like... How, she was like I don't know which one to get. There's beef and there's Angus, and I thought like that was the same thing. And I'm like, I'm with you. No, I don't. when
1: it's Angus, I picture the cow too much, and I can't do or that. Or does it
0: sound too much like anus?
1: No, it's because <laughs> I picture the cow too much, and this is all part of the damage. This beef? isn't. None of this is right. Again, folks. Uncle Randy has problems. These are real issues. They, but I'm fine with it.
0: We could get into all my OCD shit.
1: <laughs> Chad said, "Wow, that's some real scarring." I'm sorry, man. <laughs>
0: So sorry, just wow. He is very specific. This is what no all all, you realize are all these about food. These are all about food.
1: No, not all of them. But
0: that is the reason. The ones you've gone through so far, Uh all about food. Yeah. Hence the reason why Randall is the one that cooks ninety nine percent of the time. Because although I mean, like I do, I cook like on the weekends because to give Randall a break. But it's too much pressure, <laughs>
1: too much stress for me. It's a lot of pressure. Our family <laughs> hates to cook. For people sweat when we go to family yes. functions. They're like, "Dear God, so, I have to cook."
0: Yeah. So it's just evolved into Randall has has evolved his or he's broadened his horizons on what he'll eat and what because he knows I don't want to eat just three things, and he's gotten to be a very good cook, and so that but that's why. I don't handle dinner,
2: no. because
1: it's he's so picky that it's too stressful. Well, we can. <laughs> it's funny to watch us eat together. I was watching us tonight. I made uh, these really oh, good, so uh, good chicken uh, meatballs so good. with ah. this uh, chili cranberry glaze, and they were good. They were big meatballs, but so we're eating, and I'm cutting them into tiny little <laughs> bitch bites. And Brooks like I'm cutting them in half and like <laughs> one. <laughs> Two, three, and she's done eating, and I'm eating like, uh, like, you know, a teenage girl with an eating disorder. Like it's it's weird, and I'm so much bigger, (laughs) and it's just it's just hilarious to me. And I'm fine with it. It is what it is. But I got a couple more. You're never gonna eat as fast as I do, baby. um, All (laughs) meats that are cooked for me must have some char on them. That's if there is not some char.
0: It's I raw. It's basically you. raw then to it's Randall. Slimy. <laughs> slimy. If it's slimy. If there's no
1: char, it's slimy. And if it's slimy, Uncle Randy can't get down with can't it. Can't fuck with it. Oh,
0: my God. This is also true. Like, when you when you list it out like this, it's like, it does seem a little bit more
1: ridiculous i I know all these things about you but it's well that's the whole point of this question is that you have to accept who you're with oh my gosh yes
0: yeah but it's just when you say them all at once it's like man you're a pain in the ass with
1: food (laughs) all right you know a couple things that aren't food related okay Uh, i don't like to be barefoot on soft (laughs) mushy surfaces at all at all i don't like my feet The soles of my feet to feel squishiness. He wears
0: his goddamn flip-flops when he gets in the water.
1: If I don't have aqua socks.
0: If he doesn't, he will wear aqua socks, people.
1: Without hesitation. Just take
0: that in. He will wear aqua socks like a toddler. When we go to Crab Island. (laughs) When we go to Crab Island every year, get a boat. It's waist-high water, beautiful, clear... It's sand under there. I mean, it's, you're on a s- sandbar. He refuses to put his precious, precious... piggies. <laughs> his precious tootsies are not going to touch those hairy mashed potatoes, is what Randall calls it. Yeah, no hairy
1: mashed potatoes. But I'm, I, I'm not even a big fan. I didn't enjoy... When I was doing jujitsu a lot and stuff, my feet on the mats, like the squishiness, I had to fight through that. And this is definitely an issue. Like there's something there and everybody's got their things, but you know, I'm just cool with uh, talking about them. But also... The only
0: place you walk around bare feet is like in the house because... Uh, and I
1: still don't prefer that. I'd rather have socks on if if at all possible. You
0: mostly do have socks on, but I'm saying like, right, that's how I know. Like, I mean, it, I mean, our house is clean and we keep the floors clean. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking way you would. Because like when we're in a hotel and stuff, Mm. I don't think you set foot. Your bare skin does not touch that goddamn floor. No. Except for like getting in the shower. I mean, yeah. That's one that I just don't even really think about anymore.
1: Yeah. If we go to a swimming pool (laughs) and there's bugs on the bottom (laughs) or if it's not cleaned well. There's one leaf in the goddamn pool. I'll hesitate about even getting in the motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I'll usually power into it But if there's shit on the bottom, you know what? I'm probably just going to sit out, and I'm just going to relax in the sun.
0: No, there was a caterpillar on the bottom of our pool, apparently. I wouldn't
1: go in that section. One
0: of the last days that it was open, and Randall was like, don't go to the other side. Well, Gunnar wanted to throw the football (laughs) with somebody.
1: away from (laughs) the whole
0: section. Gunnar wanted to get in the pool and throw the football with somebody, so Mom had to do it because... (laughs) randall was like i'm not getting in so i was like all right baby i'll get in with you i never saw the caterpillar at the bottom of the pool randall swears up and down
1: it was there i'm like okay babe it's fine and you got all these kids that are (laughs) four five three and they don't give two shits no they'll put on their goggles and be like cool (laughs) grown man's like ew yucky nope no good i know but and like, he
0: just says it to me like he doesn't say it like Gunnar has no idea gunner's like why won't daddy get in i'm like he's getting a tan
1: <laughs> and probably one of my worst habits though like if someone comes up and talks to me and i'm not interested in the conversation i'll walk away and i do it a lot like at the gym and shit like most people we hang out with together we know so it doesn't mm-hmm. you don't see it as much
0: no you did it when you used to work out with jim our brother-in-law yeah but you used to leave him holding the bag all the time didn't you
1: all the time because i can't do like i have a thing about fake conversation like <laughs> pleasantries that are Small talk. yeah i'm not good at it and so when people start doing it
0: and you can't it, hear.
1: It's so weird for me. Well, that's become a real problem. Like uh-huh. I'm coaching baseball right now, and these kids telling me their names and stuff. I'm that's having to like it. pick them up <clears throat> and put their heads against. No, my he looks hair.
0: at me when he's asking. Like at the beginning of the season, when he's asking kids their name, and they like you know they're four and five years old, and they you know might not. They might have a little like speech impediment or something like, and he'll he'll ask him, and then he'll look at me, and I'm like. It's Hunter.
1: <laughs> or what? Chad Fackler, I agree 100%. I'm down. I would rather my chicken be overcooked than undercooked. Goddamn. That's just the rule of life. Can't risk it. I got food poisoning from a Chick-fil-A delicious Sounds sandwich. Sounds like Bethany might have too. <laughs> uh, once in high school, and I thought I was dead for two days.
0: That's where, it, that's where it stems from,
1: right there. Yeah, and I saw it. I bit into it, and it was pink, and I was like, it's Chick-fil-A, it's fine. I mm. finished it because it was delicious. And I was violently How is it How was it
2: delicious,
0: though? I don't understand that. Because like it a- looked
1: like, you remember your horrible sandwich from Wendy's when we went to the beach? Oh, yeah, That's why that one bothered the, me so much. It yeah. It looked just like that in the middle.
0: And I didn't finish
1: it. Because we're smarter now.
0: Yeah, true. Because we're growing. Yeah, that was the, man, that fucking Wendy's put the nail in the coffin for us ever eating we the Wendy's, Wendy's again. We are
1: not ever again. No, and we see, haven't. that's where some of my shit rubbed like, off on you. Yes. Where you, you're a lot more I've seen you get more where you'll like write shit off, and be like, nope, never again. Yeah, but the Wendy's was so bad, everyone. I can't eat Wendy's anymore. Never again,
0: sucks. never again. And that was a that was like fucking four years ago, and we haven't stepped foot in a Wendy's. I think maybe we've gone through a drive thru and gotten Frosties for, I think one time when the for girl me, once when like yeah at the old house when we had the Wendy's right there, but but like that was it. Not Nothing else. No, no food. Frosties only. <laughs>
1: No, Jen Fackler, Kroger chicken wings for me. Food poisoning is the worst. Mm -hmm. Just kill me. No, I'm with you, Jen. The one that when I had it, like I know a lot of people have gotten like mild food poisoning. I think I got what's called the death experience. (laughs) Oh, babe. Because I was shitting, throwing up profusely for two Mm. straight days. I remember I lost like 30 pounds. No shit, like 30 pounds of water. And I was, I think I was like a junior in high school. Never felt closer to death. Not going to death. Mm, no, chicken.
0: that's bad. I'm surprised you've ever eaten chicken again. Cause I, I got either food poisoning or a stomach flu right after, um, eating. A, oh God. My mom used to make this cake that had like this apricot filling thing. Like it was, it was really good and I loved it. It was one of my favorites and, I don't know if I got food poisoning or if it was just a, like a stomach flu that I got right after eating it, but I, it was when I was in fucking high school and I never touched it again.
1: All right. So I'm going to reveal my worst. Okay. Pick I didn't a, make a my, list of my, my shit. Because de- you don't have a whole lot. Whatever. I have plenty. Mine, I don't even think you know about this. Oh. I don't even think, because it's not something. How I'm, is it possible? It's not something I'm proud of. How is it but possible? When I brush my teeth,
0: you make every, a goddamn every mess. Every morning.
1: Not only do I make a mess, <laughs> but I brush my tongue profusely. I'm a huge tongue brusher. I uh-huh. believe in it. Well,
0: that's where all the germs and bad breath Yeah, everybody are. should yeah. Uh,
1: brush and scrape that motherfucker. Um, do it. Brush the tongue, goddamn. Do you make yourself gag? I have to gag three times. I have to brush oh. my tongue till I gag three times. On the third gag, it's a good gag, oh. and it's almost puke, and then I know I'm done. Every I, morning. I
0: did not know that. I didn't know that the three thing. It's
1: three gags.
0: I know that you make yourself I don't not that I've heard you. I just I figure that's just what you do.
1: Which I think most people go till they they're gonna gag once if they brush their tongue good.
0: Yeah. Oh god, I used to have a roommate,
1: fucking You know
0: her. Um she would when she, it was obnoxious when she would brush her teeth every time it was like overly like would you brush it i was like oh my god can you figure out a way to do it and not make the noise like just fucking brush your tongue like
1: yeah but see mine is like an intentional because i know i'm getting to a goal of the third one
0: no that's very baby that's like turning off the lights seven times like that's a
1: that's an ocd thing for sure, and it's also when I. But cut... But that's
0: like really your only one. You don't do like a touch the doorknob six times nope, kind of thing. No, but
1: I do a two snaps when I cut a light switch off.
0: I saw you put that in the chat earlier. I'm like, you And by the way, you said of, not off, in that chat.
1: Oh, but I, and, but I do it smooth. Like you may not even see it.
0: No, I. So I've never know. I saw that and I was like, what the fuck is
1: that? I've it's never OCD. seen that.
0: No, but I've it's never so seen that.
1: Yeah, I don't. It's not like I'm like. <laughs> it's, it's one real, two. It'll be real minimal. <laughs> Do you but, tap your feet? No, it's it's real small, but it's real. And it's there.
0: I, I the, w- the crazy like the OCD things that that I cannot overcome, like the thoughts for me are like when I check the doors <laughs> at night, you know, like I mm-hmm. have to I like even if I know I know for a fact that I locked the back door, locked the front door before coming upstairs. If I know for a fact and I'm already at the stairs, I have to make sure I go back and look at it. Mm-hmm. and see it again yeah I, I get it but it's not like a ritualistic thing it's not like every night I have to go to the stairs three times and go back but it's like even if I'm because as I'm like gathering my shit to go upstairs and I'm like I know that I locked that door mm-hmm. I'm good but even like for a second I'm like god damn it I have to go back around the corner and look and make sure it's like and I did that at the old house too like even if like one shred of like eh, I would make sure I have to go around and make sure everything's locked and like open the garage door, and make sure like the that the garage doors are closed to the outside. That,
1: those are, I mean, those are pretty normal. But I know those about you, and it's funny Chad's making the oh Sheldon, Sheldon, not references. Penny. I have, Penny. I have more. <laughs> in common with Sheldon he's, and people know. He's very I've much Sheldon. I love Sheldon. Do
0: not fucking sit in his spot, goddammit.
1: No, don't don't get anything twisted. There's no. a lot of Sheldon. I'm just not a smart guy like him, but there's a lot of we share a lot of so
0: many. That's why Sh- Sheldon holds a special place in my heart.
1: <laughs> there's so Sheldon. many.
0: And you know what's funny is that <laughs> at work today Amanda was she was in a very special mood today, and I've told you many times that you guys have so much in common. I'm like, stop being my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and today, she was doing so many like crazy things that she was like, "What's it like to to work with Sheldon Cooper?" <laughs> and I was like, "It's great. <laughs> yep. It's just glorious." Now. <laughs> go back to your spot yeah i mean i
1: wish i don't know where those things develop or come from but i don't know it's real the only other thing i know about you that's ocd this is a dishwasher is, well no that's normal but your normal. your need to vacuum every i don't think your night can uh. be complete like that's your settling de- that's when you throw in the towel like for well, transitioning no, I am out very
0: of- like routine based my sanity is rooted in routine so like every morning when I get up there's certain things I mean that's why the fucking dogs don't bat an eye when you wake up or he might even follow you downstairs but doesn't even like get excited until they yeah. see me because it's like I'm very like everything's routine. They know that when they see my ass come downstairs, they're getting let out. They're getting fed. They're getting their medicine. And same thing is at night. Like at night after dinners, after we've eaten dinner, it's like then I go in there and clean the kitchen, do you know, make all the dishes in the dishwasher, start the dishwasher, wash everything, wipe the counters. Everything has to be in order, too, because then it doesn't make sense. Because you'll come in there and start vacuuming. And I'm like, I haven't wiped the counters yet.
1: No, I know. Get <laughs> the fuck out. And here's the thing. I'll do it all the time to help out. And that, we'll do that with another question. Um, but, And I'll know that I vacuum to help out. And then I'll come upstairs.
0: And hear the vacuum. And I'll
1: still hear it running again. Because for her to, it's your finisher, though. Well, it's because the routine.
0: It's, and, and it's everything has to be in order. Because it's like, I have to wash the dishes and then wipe the counters. And then when I wipe the counters, naturally, shit gets on the floor. Mm-hmm. So then, well, and then in between those, have to take the trash out then put, you know, and everything has to be in order so that it like finishes clean. You'll come in there and just start like wiping the, it, it makes no sense when you try and clean. No, that's why
1: in a marriage, <laughs> you kind of learn your, your spots. And yes. we have, a, and it usually comes natural, organic. Yes. It's evolved. I mean, we we have our, you know, if I go cook, and not only do you clean, but I know to kind of keep my distance from it <laughs> so you can do it how you want it to be mm-hmm. done so you're also satisfied with the job that you did so it no longer weighs on you. Because as I say this, I realize we're both damaged. No, your yours
0: is regarding what food you eat. Mine is regarding my surroundings and how everything is yeah i mean i it's that's why we're yin and yang baby we work together
1: oh yeah and i cut the grass probably every two and a half days
0: and then bring all the grass in on your clothes and lay on the couch for me to vacuum off at night because my my
1: ocd is no longer in the house (laughs) my job is done on the outside and it is very tidy (sighs) i have my lines in the grass Clearly, I know. Oh, my God. Bethany help. said, I
0: heard a rumor that he irons his T-shirts. One million percent. Absolutely. He irons everything. He irons his goddamn jeans.
1: I do. I, I don't crease my underwear, <laughs> though, Chad. No, I do not. I do <sighs> iron my jeans, though. He I irons can't, his fucking jeans.
0: I, Who irons their jeans? Randall I Fowler.
1: can't personally be wrinkled. And I don't know what it is because I don't see it on other people. But if I'm wrinkled... It sticks out to me on me. But you know, like once you do all that and then you go sit in your car for
0: whatever, 30, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever the commute is or it's it's not completely straight and ironed anymore.
1: Well, I got a question for the people in the chat here that are are watching. How many do it? Does anyone in this group use a washcloth or own one?
0: I didn't think so. No. Uh, a bath
1: washcloth. <laughs> the only reason we even own any is for Gunnar in the bath.
0: Yeah, and I wash him every... He only uses it one time, and then I wash it. <clears throat> we use a lufa. A Luf, Lutha. Oh, Beth,
1: Beth uses a wash rag? Okay. This is interesting. So, just for her face. Yeah. Matt has washcloths and uses... Okay, so there's some normal people. Mm-hmm. I do not use washcloths and I make I only use
0: them in a hotel usually because I don't bring a loofah to a hotel.
1: I don't even like in a hotel they're even worse because they're those sandpaper type like No, but it's better than using your hand. No, I just stick the bar between the cheeks, under the sack.
0: Well, but I usually bring like body
1: wash with me. Yeah. I'm more of a and that's the difference too. I'm a bar of soap guy. Yeah, it dries out my skin. Yeah, it's definitely not as good as your stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm a bar of soap guy. I like to use the bar till it becomes <laughs> unusable anymore and then leave that sliver for and me attach to attach yeah, it to uh-huh. the next one.
0: Uh-huh. No, you leave it, and then when I clean the bathrooms, which is another OCD, if I don't fucking clean the bathrooms, scrub all the bathrooms once a week like on Friday or Saturday then I'll lose my goddamn mind and so when I do that is when I take your scraps of soap and throw them away (laughs) you will leave every goddamn piece of soap and bottle of empty shit in the shower I it drives me (laughs) but like now I've just gotten used to it like at first I'd be like god Throw shit away. No,
1: you get rid of them.
0: For but me. now I just throw them away for you, and you don't say. It makes it easy for me. <laughs> yeah.
1: But all right. So you guys that were talking here about shaving your head and shit. Do any of you like me? Love the feeling of rubbing alcohol all over your face and cut, that- and scrapes and eyes. That's like aftershave, right? No, but I'm talking about. Is pure it like the same alcohol. kind of s- sensation? A thousand. Yeah. yeah, but I take pure rubbing alcohol. Rub it all over my face, my yeah. head. It doesn't matter if I have cuts, anything. I love rubbing alcohol. He does. I'll do complete I wipe down on of face, too. eyes, everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we go through some rubbing alcohol in the. Oh, house. Oh, I go
1: through it like crazy because I love the shit. Yeah,
0: he'll douse a towel in and rub it all over himself. And then just like or you used to just like toss it like on top of the hamper at the, which in the old house, it was like right next to our bed. (laughs) So now I might not smell it as much because the hamper's like in the closet, but
1: yeah, I'm also a fan of doing against the products instructions when you Mm -hmm. can use a product for a different reason than it's intended to. Mm -hmm. Like I'll give you an example. Everyone knows about those like, uh, nitrous oxide, uh, Things you can get to, like, remove warts. All right. says on the package, do not use these to remove moles.
0: (laughs) Skin tags. (laughs) In any way,
1: it is deadly, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. It 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 works. I'll burn off anything on my body I don't like with those motherfuckers. Works like a charm. I'll do my own minor surgeries on. uh, I've literally pulled out a whole section of my own fingernail, cutting out. An ingrown fingernail before. I've cut a third of my finger off and glued it back God, down. It was super glue.
0: Super glue. Not only did
1: it need stitches, it probably needed a skin graft.
0: And you needed antibiotics, probably.
1: <laughs> I've never bled like that in my life. And unfortunately the chunk did not survive. I thought it was gonna
0: but no, it didn't survive.
1: Oh Chad, my man. He's yeah. with me on the alcohol. On it, yeah. Not many people can stand it. Most people get vomit when I pull like Jim. It used to disgust him. Because
0: uh, he's normal. I would yeah. use it
1: like a smelling salt. Like it wakes me up. Like I can.
0: No, you love it. You thrive on it. Uh, it I hate I it. Um, Was there more like 50 year marriage stuff? Yeah. Okay. I got a couple more. Um, we could just, we could talk about how weird we are. All-
1: <laughs> how, no, that, but that's-
0: how annoying we are. <laughs>
1: I think people like that because it's the truth.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, it is. It's
1: not uh, giving any bullshit.
0: No. I mean, it's people, everybody listening is like, I don't ever want to be around them. <laughs> yeah. They sound exhausting. And just know
1: that if uh, if we're coming over for dinner and you're cooking, <laughs> the pressure is on. It is. Uh, from, from me. I am judging he you. He is
0: immediately judging as soon as we walk in from the appetizers to the, if you have chicken wings, just buckle up. They better be well the fuck done.
1: Yeah. If there's any- Not uh, a lick of moisture on them. No. There's <laughs> that stretchy uh, labia skin on the chicken wings. <laughs> we, we can't even be friends anymore. And if you eat those in front of me, we will never dine or break bread together oh. again. If I see it stretching <laughs> the, the no they have to be charred. All right. He's been so
0: disgusted with me before for eating things that he's like,
1: I can't you have to gargle alcohol before it <laughs> <he> gets you <laughs> All right, so the number two, I thought this is probably one of my favorites. Uh, never use your partner's vulnerabilities against them. I think oh, that's a huge
0: gosh, yes.
1: piece of advice. So like
0: pointing out their flaws and what... Or in a fight, of, you start yeah.
1: poking fun at me. Oh, Mr. Two Snaps when you cut off a light, <laughs> oh, bitch. Oh, no. Of course not. That's terrible. That's I just... Yeah, I
0: mean, that. don't say anything. Don't ever try and call out or amplify things that yeah the vulnerabilities or like just oh, yeah don't try and degrade or make your partner feel small
1: or that's no but if you use something Ooh. that is shared with you in the sanctity of marriage against somebody here, a that's podcast. a horrible mistake but we're using it together <laughs> willingly yes. but in a fight where it really hurts yeah no don't t- that's great advice
0: don't ever say things period that you know will hurt your partner well, no, you
1: should be smart enough to filter yourself if you're yeah. angry and know okay don't go here don't go here don't no. go here yeah to keep it uh
0: i know i'm mean i know i'm the mean one and i'm a mean person but i don't ever do that to you oh no, god
1: no you're great about that you sure don't you definitely don't
0: no i get <clears throat> mad and like yell about shit all right but not at you or about you the next one <laughs> that i think is important yes
1: Celebrate one another just because. (laughs) I think that's very important. you,
0: of course, pointed that out because you're the best at that. (laughs) I'm great at that.
1: So, of course, when I see that in the research, um, that's a keeper.
0: Yes, of course it is.
1: Because it kind of goes into my wheelhouse Mm -hmm. of uh, what I like to do. I think it's very important. And so, you know, feel free to go ahead and tell them about, you know, the well, day. Yeah, like I... Forced, no pressure. <laughs>
0: um, but Randall's very good at just, for no reason, either like getting me flowers or just buying something for me or ha- doing something special. And I got, when I was taking, I took Griffin back to Alabama on Sunday um, and came home and him and Gunner had Gunner had a baseball game, but um, in the course of the day, they had gone and gotten me some perfume and like spent time like at the department store, like him and Gunner like smelling things for like a while, three hundred of them, and like yeah, and and really taking their time and picking one out, and, it, and it's awesome. I love it, and um, and then they bought me an orchid. To put on our window in our kitchen because we don't have anything there anymore, (laughs) and um, it was is very thoughtful, especially like the plant thing because there was something. Well, yeah, and I like but it's
1: good. I like to especially now with Gunner is incorporating him into that. Yeah, and there's a method to that madness. And I'm not tooting my own horn here because I have plenty of downfalls (laughs) and things I'm not good at as a parent, as a husband. But where I am good is I want him to see the importance of that for mm-hmm. when he gets married or mm-hmm. dates a young lady that it's okay to do that. So I bring him and Griffin both their whole lives into that as much as possible. Oh yeah. And involve them in that process and and it, and I feel good about that cuz I see it paying off with Griffin
0: mm-hmm.
1: with his girlfriend and so I know with Gunner who I see every day. Yes. It will be even more.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know? absolutely. No, and I I, I know gunner sees you every day treating me like i mean gunner's even said mom's the queen of our family (laughs) Yeah. so he uh randall's done a great job of setting up that whole precedent i mean oh and gunner had drawn me a picture um for some reason he said it was a picture of him throwing up and But the what it said on it, Randall wrote on it. I guess uh, what he meant when he drew it was that like, we love you, mom. Thanks for take always taking care of us. So I guess like he was like he, like if that one sick. time I was sick and throwing up, and you know you always take care of me. It's very sweet. But well, here's one that me <laughs> and
1: you share a very common disdain for, and it has happened so much nowadays. And Luckily, all of our good friends that we have and that we've mm. met, not only in podcasting, because like, I have a lot of respect for the Fackler's marriage, for what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, BJ and uh, uh, DJ and Beth love them. They're fucking awesome. Of course. But and none. Of, so thank God. Neither of those power couples do this. And we're friends with all of you on social media, so I know.
0: Oh, yeah. People
1: gripe about their spouse on social media or to their spouse's friends. Like Mm -hmm. when you see uh, a husband griping to his wife's friends about his wife, or his friends, even, or even his, or anyone. But that is the number one no no. Because when you start griping to their friends about them, that's just the passive aggressive way of getting it back to them. And it's such bad behavior. It's such a good barometer it's just such for a bad your move. shit is such going into the yeah. tank. And you see it on social media now. People are so passive aggressive. You know when they're fighting with their spouse. I hate
0: it so much when they're like, "Just oh, I wish I wasn't the only one that did things around here." Well, I know, or I mean, something. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? You're gonna post that on. Like, social media? Well, like, see, and
1: they're going to come back, and, you know, of course, the easy way for, against us is be like, oh, the shared Facebook, who cheated? That's never happened with well, us. That would, never would happen, but it does help with avoiding bullshit like that because it's never going to happen. Well,
0: yeah, again. but, like, then no, keep hating on us for having a shared Facebook. That's just funny to us because that's not, maybe that is the reason for some people. It's not the reason for us, Got and me. it's, It doesn't bother us. (laughs) No,
1: not at all. All right. So here's an important one. This is from, remember, this is from people that have been married 50 plus years. Keep your company with positive people. I think that's really important. The older you get, even more so. Like when you're young, you can make excuses for bullshit friends, but when you get older... Uh, you get a little bit more responsible. You got responsibilities and bills and, you know, yeah. families and kids and dogs and pets and all the bullshit. <laughs> uh, it becomes huge, you know, especially for me, like, as I've gotten older, I pretty, share pretty, you know, I do a lot of anxiety and shit. And I just don't have the capability to let that shit sit on me yeah. anymore. Like, I don't have the space on my hard drive anymore. Like no, when I was young. I used to to be able to handle people don't. that
0: are like draining, and I'm um, yeah. We've uh, there's there yeah. You're exactly right. There's no room in our mental capacity for, their, for their bullshit too. I don't need yeah. I mean it's I it, no like we can only handle people that like are somewhat on the same wavelength and like same.
1: All right priorities well, here's one well toot your where you're really good at we did the one where i'm really good at mm-hmm. with the celebrate toot each other.
0: away sir
1: um yours would be the learn to let things go no strings attached <laughs> brooke's very good at that it's over when it's over done uh-huh. with past it doesn't even think about it i got some room to go with that <laughs> obviously i can harbor and stew on things uh too long um, but that's one you're really good at. And that's, that shows you how important that is that it made this list. Yep. Again, this is not like a one. Like I did multiple and this isn't articles like... I read and took pieces from all of them. It's not just so one. So
0: I guess it's good that like at least one of us has those qualities. Absolutely. I think it's imperative. <laughs> so both of us don't have to.
1: But if you're both me, it would be a design. If we were both me with that, we would just never like. No, and if you're Nothing both were, me, were to happen.
0: if you're both me, it's not good either because then you don't ever address things necessarily either, like with each other. Probably, you just end up resenting. <laughs> Chad said, "Ain't nobody got
1: time for that." Yeah, Jen, same thing. Absolutely not. All right, number. Uh, there's no point in saying a number because I have bounced around these things. Back to my no. OCD. I never go on order. Which is so anti-OCD. I know. And it drives my wife nuts. Oh that's probably one of her least favorite things that's about That's what I me. said from the
0: top when you said these are out of order. And I was like, that's your number one yeah. issue.
1: In your eyes, for sure.
0: <laughs> with, it, with I really only noticed it with, when we started doing the podcast. Because why else would I have?
1: Yeah, it's pretty terrible.
0: But it's just funny. I mean, it's annoying, but it's funny. <laughs> it's your thing, though. I'm fine with it. As All long right. as we, we get it done. We get it done. We get to the lists, regardless. So what? it really doesn't matter.
1: These uh, This one's really important. I don't really know how to explain it. But one of the most important factors in a good marriage is respect. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that's, of course, right, but, well, but I'm trying to think... Like, it kind
0: of goes back to what you were saying about, like, don't ever, like, call out their vulnerabilities and things like that. I mean, it's, like, showing respect, like, don't be an asshole just for the sake of being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Don't treat your partner like you would treat your parents when you were a teenager. You know, you, you should still respect your parents when you're, when you're a teenager, but you don't a lot of times, you know? And that's part of growing up and learning to not be an asshole, because you feel bad when you do that when you're a teenager to your parents. So, like, when you grow up and you're with somebody that's your partner that you love, you're like, I don't want to make that person feel like shit mm-hmm. on purpose. Um, no, I think it's also
1: uh, supporting your... And backing uh, them
0: up, yeah. I mean, make sure you're not specifically trying to hurt them and also support them and back
1: them up. Definitely back them up. Don't make the mistake of of not backing you. Don't ever throw your your partner under the bus. What about this one? Learn to apologize. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, not just the typical, like everybody thinks, you know, that, you know, dad's always saying he's sorry or mom. I think you got to learn to apologize properly, is what is the better way to say that. And sincerely. Yeah. And not just be like, God, I'm sorry. No, no, not (laughs) that means nothing.
0: No, but really understand, take a moment to think about what if if you're the one that has to apologize. Yeah. Really take a moment to think about what you did wrong and how you can articulate that to your partner that you
1: truly are sorry. Well, most of the time it's gonna be something you say, right? Like something stupid that in the heat of a moment you say something and most of what, like, we've had arguments before where 99.9% of what I said in the argument I stand behind, mm-hmm. but the 1% that I didn't like what I said, I've apologized to you mm-hmm. for. Like, after it's over, be like, and let me tell you, not my, my <laughs> bad on that part. And yeah. I mean it. Like, that, I went in of too course. hard right here. I want you to know I'm sorry about that. I was uncalled for. That's uh-huh. what I think it means by the apo- acknowledging and apologizing.
0: Oh, and me too. I've done the same of thing.
1: Course. Yeah, always ours, for sure, Chad. We mm-hmm. share everything, Chad Fackler. Saying, in a good relationship, it's never yours or mine. It's always ours. A hundred percent, I agree with that. To the tits, I think it should be gospel uh, down to uh, there's nothing. I mean, we share everything openly mm-hmm. in, uh, in our marriage and... Except for sexy time, we're not swingers. <laughs> Despite if you looked at our feed, we have quite a bit of swinger followers from uh, Priori Society. It used
0: to be, yeah, the other recommended podcasts underneath ours used to all be swinger
1: related. Well, somehow. that was when we were going, when we had a lot going on with Priory Society. Mm-hmm. But it's, everything else was, is open and we share. And that wasn't always easy for me. Mm-hmm. Just not only. Like me, me too. personally, but I'm talking about for me as like uh just growing up i never I've never been more like a big sharer, but once i like let my just and knew that that was the right thing to do with us, it was like everything at once. I was like, okay, you got it's access such, to all of it It's such every a relief, bit of it, yeah, whatever you want
0: no it's the most like it's such a breath of fresh air once you get to that point. In a relationship, like when we finally were at a point where it's like, oh yeah, I can completely trust this person and there's no need to, because it's not like it was, I mean, it was not far after we, but there was, you know, but once we got to that point, it was It's such a relief. And it's just been, that part is so, it's like smooth sailing. I'm completely secure in knowing that we tell each other everything and that we have each other's back and that
1: well that's that's something that to a lot of people maybe that comes naturally. I mm-hmm. don't, to me and you it didn't. I and mean, no, that yeah. can be because of previous relationships maybe how we were in those relationships mm-hmm. not blaming anyone else but even our own mistakes kind oh, of forged that way, type yeah. of a of a uh, mm-hmm. of behavior but then with us especially because you know, when I was coming out of my divorce with a kid involved and all that, it was terrible. It was very hard mm-hmm. and it was terrible. Um, but yeah. I know the moment where I was like, I've got to be 100% transparent all the time with her every second, or, every single yeah. thing. Because I mean, I've ever since cell phones have been around, I mean, I had a solid rule with girlfriends, everything, all the way through life. That you weren't looking through my phone, you weren't looking through my wallet. This is my personal shit, mm-hmm. not yours. If you look in my shit, that means you don't trust me. All that's insecurities, right? And so breaking that habit, you know, wasn't easy, but it's just and funny it's because like... I piled it all when I just with Brooke, I was like, Everything's yours.
0: Well, but it's and once you do that, it's not like it's not like you get home and I'm like, let me see your phone to go no, through it every nev- day. No,
1: that's the funny part is then, <laughs> that we're so – it <laughs> never happens. It's actually might be a bad thing because neither one of us look
0: – No, but that's the thing. It's like when you when you build up all those walls and all that like don't touch my shit, people – that's where it causes problems because it's like – then it's like, well, then what do you not want me to see? and And then it's like that – snowball and then it just builds into distrust because they assume mm-hmm. that there's something you want to hide and yeah i mean that was same we i mean we, we both did a lot of things wrong in our previous relationships in that regard and it's it, it once we were together and realized like oh we just need to not i mean that's uh, we knew we completely trust each other, and then it's like it's it's just a non-issue at this point. It's been so long, but
1: yeah, but you have to you. That's a a decision you have to make legitimately. That those uh, walls are or at least for me, it was. Mm-hmm. And so you know, to anyone that that struggles with that, it is a choice you can make, and it's almost like uh, you know when you take that, like because for me, I was. I would have been fine never getting married again. If it wasn't for her, I would never have gotten married with to anyone else. Mm-hmm. I would have just been... I mean, I would have stayed with... I considered us married, but uh, any other uh, chick would never have gotten uh, gotten a <laughs> ring, would never put a ring on it.
0: <laughs> so. well, well, yeah, I mean, it's... Bethany said her husband, her sister's husband, has a problem with it, and it's like when I see that in a relationship, it makes me so sad because I'm like can spot it from miles. Away and I too. can too, but and and I'm just like, all you have to do is just if you drop that, you're. It's it's such a trivial thing that like can change your entire relationship because unless you're like really hiding something, mm-hmm. and you are you got half a dozen side pieces mm. and you don't need, and if your wife goes through your phone, you're fucking, you're in big trouble. Oh yeah. If there's nothing in there, it then why make it a big deal? Like if it's not a thing, it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. That's no, I mean, it's, that's it's, the point. It's, it's, it, I don't ever like pick up Randall's phone and like go through it, and it, like it's because it's not a thing. I, know. I completely trust him, and it's, it
1: drives me nuts because I want you to. Like, it's funny once once you're like that. I'm like, no, oh, go ahead, please do. And no, but it, it's just like a, because there's it's just it's what the root of it is just trust. Well, I know, but just for an example, like I would never done this in my previous marriage or <laughs> any time in my life. But there's been times where like. I'll go somewhere, me and Jim have went places or anywhere, and I'll leave my phone with you oh, yeah. not knowingly and don't care. Or you hand you, me your phone all yeah. the time or to be put like, my hey, phone got, got you. Yeah. But years ago, I would have been like U turn, slam on the gas, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me my shit. Why do you why are you stealing my shit even though I left it? This is bullshit. You're trying to pin something on me. Oh, my very, God. D- it's a very exhausting way to live. It is. It. And so I, I sympathize with Bethany, and I yes. hope that they can fix that. Um, it is it could, exhausting. It doesn't necessarily mean there's an issue. It could be an insecurity thing, because for me, I think it was a lot with my childhood. I mean, I've always had trust issues. That's a whole nother show. I don't trust <laughs> or believe anybody. Oh, baby. I think there's ulterior motives all the time, and that's not a good way to live either. No. But, with my wife, I knew I had to let that go, and that's why I know this one is forever. It was forever. just such a, yeah, I mean But it, it was all some of that is part of it. It's not just the bullshit and fuckery. A lot of it was, that's what I believed. Like that's my shit. Mm-hmm. That's my only shit. This is my world. Why don't you believe me? Oh, you're trying to fuck me. Mhm. And that's not a good way to live.
0: No, it's not. I mean, it's and it and it does. She said it, she feels like they're not connecting fully and that's absolutely right because you're not y- you're not you don't have 100 trust or like there's still a little bit of a wall or a guard up and it's it, it makes me sad when i see any relationship that has that component because i'm like oh, if you would just like no, it's, it's get past that part it, it it's not a matter of like being able to know what's in your fucking husband's phone it's the trust factor it's just it's it's like a whole intangible thing that like
1: yeah and if you could do that to me Mm -hmm. anyone could do that with anyone so i'm not writing off anyone is what i'm saying like if if anyone could be changed and i was as strict as you've already heard with my bullshit (laughs) uh how i hold on to shit right and how weird i am that I was able to be housebroken. And because now, Brooke knows more of my email and passwords than I do, which is great. I love that. But I am i have to ask her, what's my email, password? We have so many <laughs> what's my shit? shared ones, too, know, like the
0: network and the podcast. And then, like, you send things for the podcast to, like, your personal one. So, I just have it on. We've got, like, my personal email, both of my personal emails, the Gmail and then the other one and then like yours and the podcast and the network all like open at all times on this computer because I'm like just if you need it it's on the laptop upstairs (laughs) like I
1: just but as the person letting go yes letting those walls down it's also very relieving to them because that's a very stressful way to live your life believe me mine was triple fold because it's It's just so much.
0: It's a significant difference because it was, it was a little, like I had a little bit of that, but. Nothing like me. No. I
1: I, I was bought in. It was no bullshit. Nothing like you. I was, I would get angry and take it defensive. Like it, it was just. Like it was a personal attack. If anybody even
0: uh, like, yeah, but it was once that was not even an issue anymore. Like it was a noticeable difference. And there was a lot going on like in the beginning when we first met and of stuff course. and so there was a lot of like external factors and mm-hmm. stressors on our relationship and so once we were able to get past all that like it was such a significant difference in like both of our happiness and I think that's when I got pregnant.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Probably was. All right, and the last one is uh, be each other's top priority. Uh, we preach that pretty uh, pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, we, we come first. Not only compared to like everything in the family, but the sex life, all that is what I mean by priority. Mm-hmm. That has to be um, number one. Even when you have kids, you, and it's hard, and sometimes you forget or. You'll find yourself not doing that, but that's why it takes uh, two to keep an eye on that. Where you keep each other a priority. Well,
0: you gotta, yeah, you gotta make your your relationship number one because if your relationship isn't there and healthy, you wouldn't have had the kids in the first place. Well, no, <laughs> and you gotta be an example for your children. Like the kids are, of course, the next thing on the list is as a priority. They are together. As one, Randall and I, the kids are the priority. But we, as a relationship, are a priority first to each other.
1: Mm-hmm. And you don't even have to have kids because you can lose your relationship to work, mm-hmm. to, to hobbies. To the
0: grind, yeah.
1: To, you know, anything can take the place of your spouse yeah. if you let it drinking, drugs,
0: well, hobbies. Know.
1: Yeah. Uh, Passions. I mean, we got friends that you know. Podcasting has hurt their relationships at times, and uh, anything that can you can dive too deep and replace your spouse with uh, as a top priority is a danger. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep that in mind. Yeah. <clears throat> so those are all those. Those are good. I liked them all. I feel uh, agreed. I agree. And the with last all one them. is the wife should keep her butt in the kitchen like a good <laughs> woman should. <laughs> At all times, and she should greet her husband with a smile after work. Shut the fuck up. And speak in low tones. Oh, you're fucked. And let him unwind. You are fucked. Well, I'm usually here because I can work from home. So, but
0: speak in low tones. Was that just a dream of yours to yeah. have a very soft-spoken wife?
1: <laughs> oh, that's never gonna happen. I knew that uh, from the jump. There's no quiet stuff. Not uh, a
0: not a quality anyone ever uses to describe Brooke Fowler as soft-spoken.
1: <laughs> no, or anyone uh, blood related to you. No, so, um, it gets uh, passed, including our Gunner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, Griffin and me can sit in silence. And he can for days he can get quiet like me for and just days, marinate in it, yeah, and that's only because you two don't share any blood, I know, but the one that we share the blood with is just like you with that, uh-huh, loud, <laughs> very loud, loud and proud, lots of, <laughs> lots of talking. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Jen says, "You know what? My biggest advice would be: mind your manners. Say thank you. Say please. Be respectful. Grateful. Use your words. Think before you speak. Think before you speak's huge. Mm -hmm. We talk about that all the time. Jen, absolutely. Brooke's great at that. I can see her wheels turning when we're if we're ever in an argument. Like checklisting what not to do, and like checking herself to keep uh, cool uh, despite her rage. Mm
0: -hmm. She's
1: excellent about that.
0: I I try to really. I mean just being kind to each other to me is like number one don't ever try to hurt each other's feelings which I know that was in there like the be respectful and like Mm -hmm. don't call it so like that's that's a big one for me for sure is like I don't I don't ever want to purposefully hurt your feelings
1: no and you see I want to get my point across
0: but I don't want to make you feel like shit you know
1: yeah but where I I feel bad about it I see a lot of our friends and relationships and um, one or both you know they'll belittle each other in front mm-hmm. of other people not jokingly like busting balls but when they're in a safer environment amongst mm-hmm. other people hitting where it really hurts right. but lightly and trying to put it under the guise of a joke and that's one of my pet anything to me when people try to use the but it was a joke when it when it wasn't you know what i mean like i don't like that yeah uh, cop out especially when it comes to relationships you shouldn't uh, you know do that to your spouse at no. their expense if anything do it when it's just the two of you and yeah. try it and then see where if it tanks it's just the two of you <laughs> but if you do it in front of other people because I can speak from experience and so can Brooke when we hear it as the listener when we go home we're going to talk about how shitty your relationship is oh like when I came doing. home the other
0: night and you thought I was being an asshole by i been like is this my plate <laughs>
1: oh yeah yeah that was funny
0: <laughs> and then you gave me shit the rest of the night like
1: well that's the thing like when, when these people post on Facebook all their, their uh, relationship drama when they air their dirty laundry they think oh okay my friends are gonna read it and they're gonna have sem-. no what and they're, they're doing is we're reading judging the, and then when we stop reading it we talk to our spouse and be like well Sue and Johnny are fucked and being very that one is down they and... shitter yeah they hate each other or one of them hates the or other. Or
0: there's trouble in paradise, yeah. yeah.
1: And you're usually right. It's pretty easy to see.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we hey, we need yeah, to go let's watch wrap, Big brother.
1: Yeah, let's wrap it up. This was uh, this was fun. Love you guys as usual. Shout out to all the folks that were in the chat. Thank um, you all for y'all for coming and this, hanging uh, out. Y'all make this fun.
0: Yeah. That was and, so fun. Uh,
1: love talking to you guys about good relationships. It's fun to have a good, positive uh, friends to, uh, to see that you know your marriage can be... Fun. It can be cool. You can enjoy each other. It shouldn't be a fucking uh, chore, a chore. <laughs> or shouldn't be the fucking ball and chain uh, that they try God, to portray no. out there. No. Shit can be fun. All right. Well, we love you guys. Bye. Suck each other's dicks. <laughs> yeah. Later.